This morning I'd like to share with you some pointers about being mindful of the thinking process itself. And for those of you who are on retreat for the entire two months, I want to point out that there is a momentum to your mindfulness now. Even if it doesn't feel like it, even if it feels like the mind is lost in thought most of the day, there's a kind of sensitivity, a kind of mindfulness that has been built up. And, and you're in the middle of your retreat, the heart of your retreat. And in light of that, what I have found on long retreat is there's a real chance to, to really catch the subtlety of thoughts arising and passing away. Not just the recognition that a thought has happened, but actually catching how a thought can form and arise and disintegrate. So I want to open up that possibility, especially um, for the, the two-monthers. And for those of you who are on retreat only for March, you know, it can be so helpful during this first quarter of your your retreat to really get this in place, this quality of, of establishing, establishing mindfulness of the thinking process. And this morning I'm going to be taking you through a guided meditation to help sensitize you to this domain and, and maybe even give some of you some new ways of, of paying attention to the thinking process to really bring it into this, this world of mindfulness. And I want to point out the elements of this guided meditation and then I'll be taking you through it. The main elements will be uh, uh, having some time just to engage in being mindful of thinking that probably most of you are already familiar with, which is a thought happens, you take a, a little bit of time, it's kind of an after-the-fact mindfulness, and you note, you label the flavor of that thinking. It might just be labeling thinking or remembering or planning. So it's this starting to make this pattern, this, this habit of stepping out of the content and noticing just the flavor of it. And then there'll be also some time to, to see if you can note, begin to notice what I'd call the fabric of thinking itself, which is made up of two components. Namely, that there is usually images that are arising in the thinking process. Sometimes they're clear and distinct, sometimes they're vague. And the catch, the, the formation, the, 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 the activity of image, of imaging that's happening. And then the other big component is that internal dialogue, that way we talk to ourselves, which I'll, I'm just going to label and refer to as talk. And to notice that sometimes there's clear and distinct words and sentences. Sometimes it's just a, almost like a static or a mumbling that's going on that we can catch. And then lastly, the third element of the guided is to invite you to catch thoughts, catch thoughts as they arise, and an invitation to allow the mindfulness to be more alert, to be relaxed, but having an alertness to your mindfulness. To see that, that you do have the ability to, to catch the formation of thoughts and even sometimes catching thoughts in the middle of them. 
In light of that, I now invite you to allow your attention to turn inward. Maybe begin by simply feeling the body sitting. Taking a moment to place that altruistic intention. not only practice for yourself, but for others as well. And now allowing for a quality of relaxation. Maybe begin by relaxing the limbs, so the feet and the legs. Allowing for a sense of ease in the hands and the arms. And then through other parts of the body, allowing the pelvic floor to open and release. Almost as if allowing the energy in the body to settle downward. Allowing the back to be upright, yet relaxed. Relaxing the chest, stomach, belly. Allowing the shoulders to drop. And then allowing the jaw to loosen. And the muscles in the face to relax.
And lastly, allowing the eyes to rest back into their sockets. And now beginning to contact your anchor, whether it be the breath or hearing or maybe the feeling of the body sitting.
When you notice your mind lost in thought, to reflect back just a little bit and to notice the flavor of the thinking that's just happened. Remembering, or maybe planning, judging. You might have noticed the emotional quality, worry, excitement. Simply to place that note and then to return to the anchor. Where is the mind right now? If it was thinking, to label, to note the flavor of that thought. And then return to the anchor.
I now invite you to begin to be aware of the fabric of thinking in terms of images and internal talk. When thinking happens, you might notice that images seem to appear, they might feel like they appear like in front of the eyes or behind the eyes. For example, just when you hear my voice, there might be a a vague fleeting image of me as I speak that comes and goes. And the internal talking, you might notice that it might feel like you can hear it inside the head, maybe between the ears or in the back of the head. Sometimes around the throat. Now being aware of images and internal talking coursing through your experience. When you notice the mind is thinking, noticing it might be comprised of clear, distinct images or vague, fleeting images. Or noticing if there is talk that's clear and distinct or a kind of mumbling.
I now invite you to allow your mindfulness to be alert. There's a sluggishness in the heart and mind to maybe open the eyes. And to catch, to catch the arising of images, catching the arising of internal talking. Might be a staticky kind of mumbling that's going on incessantly or images happening one after the other. Noticing of the flow and undulation of that aspect of experience.
In the realm of uh, mindfulness of thinking, I find it helpful to remember that thinking is not the enemy. And so often I can get into these loops in retreat where it really feels like the enemy. Really what, what uh, the invitation is, is to become curious about how, how are you relating to thinking? The suffering comes in the relationship to the, the thinking itself. I mean, it's, it's kind of like um, coming on retreat and hoping that the frogs will start, stop making their sounds. It's just a sound, right? And, and then, then we feel like it's going really well when the frogs aren't, we don't hear them as much. We feel like our meditation's cooking along. And then they, they start to crank up again and then we feel like the meditation isn't going so well. It's just, it's just an activity of sound. It's just the thinking is an internal, you could say, sounds that are happening. And the big difference is that we, we um, identify with the sounds inside than we do with the frogs. Isn't that crazy? Just a bunch of frogs doing their thing. And yet we can take it so personally, as if it's me. If it was really you, you could just stop it. You wouldn't have to come to retreat. <laughs> but hopefully you've noticed you can't do that. Of course, there are conditions that can be start to gain momentum that allows the mind to collect and, and quiet, but we only have we can only influence those. We can't control them. And it's the same with images. We walk around seeing all kinds of images that just appear, the, the trees and the birds, and maybe you see the turkeys or deer. They just appear. Isn't it amazing how the turkeys are sometimes there and they're sometimes not? <laughs> <laughs> and yet with images, we take it so personally as if we're making this happen. It'd be like thinking that we make the turkeys appear and disappear. Why take it personally? It's just another activity of the mind. So not trying to get rid of thought, this, this attempt to see it, to notice it, the alertness of mindfulness to catch it. And yes, it's important to step out of being lost in thought and not being as enchanted with the content this is, in some ways, this is the big switch we're looking for in meditation, is, is seeing if we can have a, a bit more disinterest in the content and more fascination with the process of thinking. And it's tricky. You know, my mind's so habituated to become so fascinated by the content. But this is where the freedom is. Because then I can just see it's just, a, it's just an, a, an activity that's arising and passing away. That's all it is. And just a reminder, these different ways of paying attention to it that I was inviting, one, labeling it, noting can be so helpful because it helps sharpen the mindfulness. And you might want to try this even in the in-between times, just taking five or ten minutes and in, in noting in a rhythmical, rhythmical fashion, oh, reaching, grabbing, what you grab it might be smooth, oh, smoothness, coolness, oh, thinking is happening, oh, interesting, wanting to look, turning. So there's this, this regular labeling for five or ten minutes in the in-between times and then drop it and notice the quality of the mindfulness because a lot of times it will sharpen 
the mindfulness. Bring an alertness into the mindfulness. So you might want to engage in that. So labeling, noting, planning, judging, remembering. Or noticing, just noting image, talk. At times you might notice the, the flavor of the thinking, that at times it might be kind of wispy thoughts or dreamlike thoughts, or sometimes it feels like a, it's a freight train. Oh, interesting, it feels like this now. Interesting. The images in the words, they might be clear and distinct. Other times I find it fascinating, it feels like there's just a mumbling that's going on in experience of words or images. The flow of that. Noticing that. It's not me, it's not mine, it's just an arising. And for me, this is one of the places where I, I get to really taste a, a real sense of freedom in my life, is taking time to change the relationship to thinking. Because it's the identification around it that has caused so much suffering in my life. And just being able to be like, oh, there's judging. Eh. Remembering. I mean, it's amazing just around judging how oppressive it can be to think, oh, I'm such a judgmental person. It's like hearing the sounds of the frogs and thinking, wow, I really am a frog. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I guess you can do that. Or just to see it as, a, as the arising of the passing away of experience dependent upon conditions. I mean, sometimes it might feel good to be a frog, but there's freedom in not identifying. So are there any questions about these instructions around thinking? Or... Um... Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.